the end of Perik Lamed Gimel, which we're going to conclude today, next week, um, Baltani here addressed the issue of transformation. Now, the ability that in places of darkness that a Jew can declare that there is nothing in it, there's nothing, everything else is a facade, it's all an illusion. And that really the only reality is HaKadosh Baruch And that by doing so, that brings tremendous joy because that is a, a classic case of transformation. That here it appears to be a world of godlessness, a world where we feel abandoned and neglected, and the person's not giving in. They're saying, no, I recognize that this place would not be able to exist were it not for the Hashgoch of the Rebbein Shalaylam being Machai this place. And this is really a small glimpse into what we're going to learn later on in Shariyich Um I think it was two weeks ago, we did a piece together in Lakut Tatarim, it was three weeks ago, where the focus of that piece was what the terminology that he used in Lakut was that the Rajasthan created a world which is Yesh Me'ayin, and we are called upon to turn the Yesh back into an Ayin. So he creates a world that looks like something out of nothing. Klaisal has the ability to take the Yesh and turn it back into an Ayin. That's the power of the Jew. Uh, to put it in the terms of the Kotzka we said today in Halal, Shemaim, Shemaim, Lashem. The heavens are already heavens to Akadish Baruchu. Vehaoratz, Nosam, Livne Adam, and he gave earth to human beings, so the Katzke added, Semachana Shemaim Defin, to take earth and transform it back into heaven. Okay? So that's the, that's the challenge of humanity. The challenge of humanity is to show that our belief is that there is nothing in it. So now, just to uh, put the icing on the cake here for this piece, we're going to do a piece of Zerakaydish. It's actually the first piece in the Sefer. Zerakaydish was authored by Ramnaftali Tzvi Horowitz of Rapshitz. I told you last time we learned this that Rapshitz Rav left in his Tzavo that it not be printed. Is the return not be printed? In fact, the fellow who printed it was a young man and died very shortly after he printed it. It uh, was printed with the Haskama of Rabbi Yosef Shol Natanzon, the Shailamesha. was not a Chassid. And uh, nonetheless, he writes very passionately about the. And it was also printed with the Haskama of the Rapshitzerov's chief disciple, the Divrechaim. In Divrechaim, anytime he refer, refers to Stam, Meiri my master, my teacher, it means the, uh, the Rapshitzerov. So, um, it has become uh, one of the classics, and you'll see in a moment why. So, start from that first piece, Chibor, Saif Hatayro, the Rishisa. To connect the end of Torah to the beginning, Le'ene Kol Yisrael. Those are the final words 
in Chamisha Chamisha Torah, and then the Torah begins Bereshis. So what's the connection between Le'en and Yisrael Bereshis? You see numerous Svarim, because Torah has no beginning, has no end, therefore it's a loop. Aderach Shepirashti, so he's explaining this along the lines of what he explains elsewhere. Masha Oma, that which Moshe Rabbeinu says, Le'uchal Oid Lotzeis V'lamay. Moshe Rabbeinu declares to Klai Yisrael that he's going to pass on, because he can no longer, Lotzeis, go out, V'lamay, and come in. So those words require an explanation. Where is he going out of? Where is he coming into? What's the Lotzeis V'lamay? Shepirushai says the Rav Shetzirov Lot says Chutz Me'olam Hazeh. He can no longer go out from this physical world. V'lovay Le'olam Hazeh and come back into it. What's that all about? Ki V'Hashem Amar Elai Le'Savaris Hayarden. So Moshe Rabbeinu continues and he says, and Hashem said to me, I can't go over the Jordan. So normally we interpret that that Moshe Rabbeinu is got to pass on because he can't go with Klal Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael. So he explains that the word Yardain, Yardain is made up of two words, which is Yarad Nun. What is Nun? Nun is Shar Nun. I can no longer bring down Yarad. I can't bring down the 50th gate. What's that about? Indeed, Moshe Rabbeinu was able to bring down to Klal Yisrael 49 gates of wisdom. That he was able to bring down. What could he not access? He couldn't bring down the 50th gate. It's interesting that the Marnayim, I'm sure others say as well, that the 50th gate is the knowledge that he doesn't know. That's ultimately the 50th gate. Because when you're dealing with an infinite creator, so the 50th grade, the most intimate place, is knowing that you don't know. Exactly. Bidyuk. So what's going on here? What does all this mean? So he explains to us in practical terms. Here's the process, he says. Great Jews. So the great Jews, and you see this constantly, anybody who's ever interacted with a holy Jew saw this on a regular basis, that the tzaddik would connect. He would have moments of dvekus. He'd have a place where he would go and cleave to HaKadosh Baruch, a place where he was mikasher to dvekus Bashem. That's where he, he connected himself and, and arrived at a place of dvekus. With, where, what was that? That was one of the gates... Of the, of the 49 levels of Bina. That's what that connection was all about. He arrived at a level of understanding, a level of intimacy. And after that, because this tzaddik loved the Jews so much, meaning, left to his own devices, the tzaddik could have remained connected. He didn't have to come back. They say that the Stelisker, every day before he left home, would call together his children, he would say goodbye. He said, there's no way I'll survive. Shachris. And it wasn't because it was like Beth Yehuda's davening that it just lasted forever. It was, it was because of his tveikus. He said, 
There's no way that I'm coming home. If the Rebbe Shalom makes a nace, I'll come home, but I can't rely on the nace. So every day he called all the kids together to say goodbye. And he, he planned on expiring that day. I, I imagine after a while they got used to it. So, because of this tzaddik's Ahavas Yisrael, because he didn't want to keep his madregas for himself, he didn't want to just be the one, the only one, who was going to be able to experience these insights and this intimacy. He would come back and reconnect with Klaisol, despite the fact that it meant that he was going to lose that level of Dvekas Bashem. Right? He was going to lose that intimacy with HaKadosh Baruch Hu at that time. But that's what Ahavas Yisrael required. He's, i got to go introduce Klaisol to this. He says, where do you see this? You see that Moshe Rabbeinu answers Yisrael, when they've got an issue, they come to me. What, what did they come to him with? This is so chsidish. What did they come to Meshur Rabbeinu with? So Chazal say, it's a Gemara and Baba Basra. Somebody who, God forbid, has someone who's ill in the home, they should go to the Chacham. They go to the wise man. The wise man should daven for them. So those are the things they brought to Meshur Rabbeinu, right? This is classic, I'm going to the Rebbe, right? So he says, and he has the sources for it here on the bottom, that when they have a davar, that is a form of harshness. It's a din, it's a judgment. Meaning, what was Meish Rabbeinu busy with all day? Meish Rabbeinu was busy with Klai Yisrael and their needs. One guy needed Parnosa. Another guy needed uh, him to daven for him. Another third person needed Shiduchim. Whatever the issues were, that's what Meish Rabbeinu was dealing with. His stuff. Dover. It was stuff. This is no longer to do with Yisrael. This is from the Yisrael. Yeah. Yeah. So this no longer has to do with Yisrael. He was busy with Jewish matters. The purpose of that interaction was that he was able to bring down for them His purpose was, yeah, the, the package was a package where the person came to him, can you please daven for my family member? Can you please help me with Panosa? Can you please, whatever it might be. But what was behind it at all times was that the tzaddik was then able to turn to the person and share with them his dveikus bashem, his madregus, whatever he had just acquired, whatever he had just learned. He said, okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share that now with Kalei Yisrael. How? Al yidei diburai b'tzorchi Yisrael v'yahavosam umalosam Through his interacting with their needs and their love, and each one of their talents. And then afterwards, he would go right back to his Dvekas Bashem. The minute the door closed, the Jew walked out, right? he's right back, right back where he was. And then he went right back. And the new Madrega that he just acquired, he came back with and shared that with Klal Yisrael. 
And he did that at Shahirid Lahem Bederzeh, Kal Amemtes Sharibina, until Meshur Rabbeinu was able to bring down for Kal Yisrael all 49 levels. Meshur Rabbeinu, you have to understand that each level, obviously, this wasn't just 49 visits, right? Each level, the 49 levels had 49 levels, and each one of those had 49 levels, and you're dealing with, you know, hundreds, if not thousands, of, of madregas within each madrega, right? That's the meaning of Vayelech Moshe. Shayahayelech. What does it mean? He went. Where did he go? Al derech benesati lecham ha'halchim inoim demalayla. The pasuk says about humans that humans are goers among the standers. The standers, those who stand still, are angels. Angels can't become. You can't become a better angel. You can't wake up. An angel doesn't wake up in the morning. And wonder how they could become a better angel. They're not mahalchim. They're imdim. The way they're created is the way they cease to exist. So he says, Our purpose in life is to move from station to station, from level to level. That's what we're doing here. Anybody who's finished with that, has no longer a purpose in life. That was Moshe's constant avayda. It's to go grow, bring it back, grow further, bring it back. The contrast to this, the one time that this didn't happen, was by the Sinai spectacle. What does it say there? It says, Moshe says about himself, that he was Oymid. He stood between Klai Yisrael and Hashem. Sha'az hayu b'madregas Oymid. Moshe was not a mover then. He wasn't the go-between. Why not? Ki az pasach yizbarach ha-shamayim ha-shamayim At that moment, the Rebbein Shalem opened the heavens and the heavens of heavens. V'yomar anoichi Hashem alikach. And he turned to Klai Yisrael and said anoichi. Ad shalai haya efsha oid l'moisha l'halech l'madreg l'mayim azur. There was nowhere to go. There was nowhere higher. The moment that Klayosol came to that openness of exposure, they reached the pinnacle of what a human being can tolerate. There was nothing left to see. Then Moshe Rabbeinu says about himself, he was an Aymed. Normally he was a Hailech, but at that time he was Aymed. Now, Bezel, this is the meaning. Shebetchila kosav bereishis bara elikim es hashemayim besaret. At the beginning, elikim created heaven and earth. V'yachakachsiv, and then afterwards it says, V'yoyim asois hashem elikim eretz v'shemayim. On the day that Hashem elikim, both names. Made, not Shemayim v'aretz, the opposite, Eretz and Shemayim. Ki yizborach shemoi bora habriya, because the Rebbeinu Shalom, when he created the world, he created b'hishtal shalos with a chain effect, me'ela lisata, beginning from above and going downward. But what's the goal? The Rebbein Shalom built a ladder 
descending. Okay, only human beings have to build things up. The Rebbein built from the top down. But the Tachlis wasn't to go from the top down. The Tachlis is that human beings will go the opposite way. They'll go from below to above. Okay? Me'aretz l'shamayim. From earth to heaven. How does it true? How does a person do that? How do we go? How do we ascend? We do that because even in the physicality and the earthy stuff that we do, we should find godliness there. Now you hear where he's echoing the words of the Balatanya. Right? It's not accepting the physical world as a place which is void of godly godliness. Quite the contrary. It's looking at the world of Gashmi and discovering the Rabbeinu Shalom there. V'yisvada, and let it be known. Shemali kolaretz kevayde, that the entire world is filled with Hashem's presence. V'zeh shalom chazal, that's why chazal say, V'yoyim asoyis Hashem alikim eretz v'shamayim, Chazal tell us, on this word, on the day that Hashem Aliki made earth and heaven, Shehizker Shem Mole Al Olam Mole. It's the Hashem's complete name on a world which is full, which is complete. Why is it full? See, he says, why is it Olam Mole? Why, is, why in this case is Eretz Shemaim and Olam Mole? Why is it any more full than anything else? See, he explains, Because if we, Klal Yisrael, utilize this world to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we declare the physical world to be filled with Hashem's presence, so now it is an Olam Mole. It's a world which is full of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We've made it full. We, in, in our interacting with the world as Jews, we've turned it into another Malay. What Malay? What's it full of? Malay, Kalar, it's It's full of Hashem's presence. Shal Yisrael, By Klal Yisrael's going from Eretz, Lishamayim, who Maitzim Bechal Makim Sheba'ilam, and they find everywhere in the world, that it's full of godliness. In all the happenings of the world, not just in the Gashmias, but in all the happenings and all the occurrences. So what we do is suffuse the world with Hakadosh Baruch Hu's presence. We declare that in every happening in this world there is godliness. That was the Tachlis. That's why Hashem created the world. He created the world so that we would declare Hashem's presence upon every every occurrence and every Dover Gashmi. So now he says, Now with this we can understand. Pasuk says, In the eyes of all Jews, voracious. Our job is to declare that that which every Jew beholds, that which every Jew sees, is as godly, is as explicitly godly as was Bereshus that started from above to below, our job is to finish the circle. We now turn it back. It's Eretz Mishamayim. He says, Le'ene, Kol Yisrael, is also Rosh Tevis Yelech. 
also the acronym of to move, to go. This is the path that a Jew needs to go on. That we should see everywhere with our eyes. The revelation of Hashem's presence and His wisdom. How everything was created with Hashem's wisdom. That was the entire purpose of the of the creation in the first place. We're going Eretz Vishamayim. The Rebbein Shlom starts Bereishis from Shamayim to Eretz. Our job is to reverse it. That's the that's the Tachlis. So you see here, different world, different country. Rav Shetzirov over in Galicia, disciple of the Melech of Lezhensk, and echoes the very same theme that the purpose of the Eilam Agashmi is to declare the Rabbi Yishlam's mastery and, and suffusion of Hashem's presence over the entire physical world. Alright, to meet Hashem next week, we'll be on the phone. Next week we'll be on the phone. I'll be in the